Begin. The hilarity begins now. Now, now that I've clicked the button. Yes. Yeah, see, we were very boring before you clicked the record button, and now that you clicked it, now we're on. I've been boring for a long time. Yes. I will well, probably continue to be boring for many years I yet to come. I disagree with you. I'm incredibly boring. I think, if anything, you're not boring. I will invite you to meet several friends of mine, and they'll vouch for me. I'm boring. <laughs> How do you have so many friends if you're so boring? I don't know. On Facebook, I have almost 700 friends. <laughs> but you only know 12 people. I only actually know 12 people, so <laughs> I have no idea who the other 688 are. Wow. I don't quite have 700 yet. I'm at, like, 696. Yes. So if you're listening and you want to be my Facebook friend... <laughs> Keep pointing. <laughs> do whatever it is you need to do to make that happen. Yes. Who out there is listening and is not yet my Facebook friend? I'm trying just to get to 100 by the end of the year. How's that working for you? Well, I'm like at 85. 85? Yeah. I honestly have no idea how I have 700 or why I have 700. I think they're all people that I've met, but I I don't. They're not my friends. Like uh -huh. they're, I shouldn't say that. They're maybe they're listening. <laughs> You're all my. Fr if you're listening, you are one of my friends. But if you're not listening, then you're not one of my friends. You're just one of the. Well, I'm trying to get to 100, and then I'm going to start selling them on eBay. Your friends? Yes. Okay. That's my goal. <laughs> I'm, all right. Sure. It's all, it's all monetary with me. Is it all yes. monetary it's with all you? All monetary. Yeah. That is that a name of a book that you're going to write? All it's, monetary. It's all monetary with me. Yes. By Ryan Hecht. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it might be. It's all monetary to me. It. What's the difference? Phrasing. <laughs> oh, okay. So we oh. are still recovering from Lollapazoola 2008. I'm still recovering from dinner. Yeah, we, which was like an hour ago, and I ate too much. Yeah, we ate too much Thai food, but we, we're still eating. We're still drinking Capri Sun. We are still drinking Capri Sun, eating Oreos, eating uh, Welch's fruit snack. Chewy things, whatever those Fruity are. Fruity snacks. Fruity snacks. Love. They're not from Welch's. Welch's version of those are yeah. terrible. Oh, those aren't Welch's? Who no. makes those? Uh, somebody else. Oh. Belch's? Yes. Belch's. Smelch's? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've not eaten any of the Chips Ahoy. I, I, truth is, I don't actually like Chips Ahoy cookies that oh much. Oh my god. I don't like chocolate don't chip cookies Doug that Peterson. much. No, Doug, I like you very much, but the Chips Ahoy cookie... I love that it was in the puzzle. That was great. Doug, if you could have witnessed the way some people got their cookie. Uh -huh. That was, it was terrific because there were people who came up and just, and they said like, and they whispered it to me as if I don't know what they're there actually doing. <laughs> like they're like, I'm just here to say hello. And then they would very quietly take a cookie and walk away. And I'm like, I know why you're here. You're here to get a cookie. I know this. I know the gimmick to the puzzle. Uh-huh. And they, I don't know. They were still being stealthy, but I, I, I felt like. I think they didn't want people, the people behind them to figure out what they were doing. But they could have just as easily have said to me, they could have leaned over and said, I'm here to finish Doug Peterson's Chips Ahoy puzzle by taking this cookie. Like, <laughs> and then walked away. That seems like a long way to go. Well, it was a long puzzle. It was a long, it was a very long puzzle. <laughs> it, was, it was not as long as the puzzle I'm still working on. The, I'm uh, working on a 71 by 9 puzzle. <laughs> on constructing. I'm working on constructing yeah, I know, a 71 I know, by I've 9. I'm working on solving the 80 million by 11 Frank Longo 25 foot long crossword. So I'm, I haven't done that? I'm more than halfway through it. Do you know how I know I'm more than halfway through it? Wasn't there a Because like clue 3000 across is where you are right now. <laughs> and the answer is the halfway mark or something like that. So I know I'm just past the halfway mark. So you're, you are you are twelve and a half feet in. 
I am approximately, I'm probably about 13 feet in now, because really? I'm a little bit past the halfway mark. But it's gotten very difficult, because it starts off easy, it gets more difficult as it progresses right. to the right. So that, combined with the fact that I only really know the beginning of the long theme answer, we, we know what the long theme, oh, we did a whole bit on this, right. it's the Hamlet, Hamlet. soliloquy. So we, I know the beginning of it, I know the first sentence, then I kind of know the second sentence, I sort of know the third sentence, and I know less and less as it progresses. Right. So I know less of the theme answer as we get farther to the right. And the clues become much more difficult as we get farther to the right. So I, I find the whole thing completely unsolvable. <laughs> but I'm going to keep in trying. Conclusion. In, in conclusion, it is impossible. So I finally figured out the whole vowelless crossword book. What do you mean you figured it out? Well, I did, that it exists? No, well, I knew it was, gonna, it was coming out. It definitely exists. It did, Frank well, Longo. It doesn't exist yet. Well, he's working on it now. Right. And I didn't, I didn't understand the concept. I thought he was just going to use... Words or phrases that naturally do not have vowels. No, he's using normal words and phrases and removing and the removing vowels from the vowels. them. That makes yeah. sense to me. So I couldn't figure out. I would think there were. There's maybe. How long did you spend on the version of this that doesn't make sense to you? Like, how long did you imagine that that's what was happening? I every time somebody mentioned it, that's what I imagined. That, so, like, what words and phrases would you have used I, after the Superman villain, Mister Mixelpick, or whatever his name is? After that, who else is there? Quone? 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 That's got to have a U in it. Really? Q-U something. Well, Q doesn't always follow, be followed by U. <laughs> okay. So what other answers would go in your version I, of I the vowelless puzzle? I'm not saying Like it was all a, acronyms. I'm it not, would be all acronyms for things. I'm not saying things. it was a good idea. I'm no, it sounds like it a was, terrible idea. I, I couldn't think of how he was going to do it. I think you should work on a vowelless crossword that is only words that naturally have no vowels. All right. Do it. Right, right now? <laughs> right now. Just do it like a 7x7. Seven seven. Make it easy. <laughs> What's the theme? Uh, the theme is this puzzle has no vowels. <laughs> or rather, the theme could be this puzzle. Well, no, see, that's Frank Longo's thing. Oh, okay. All right. But then I don't know how to say that without I vowels. Uh, I need vowels in my Jim daily. Jim H. What? brought up on his thing, on his thing, on his blog, an old uh, New York Times puzzle that were the clues and... The answers had no no E's. The entire puzzle. There were no E's anywhere in the puzzle? Anywhere in the puzzle. Either the clues or the answers. It's that, interesting. That sounds good. And it says in the in the notepad, something that is normally in a crossword puzzle is wholly missing from this puzzle. So oh, I, okay. I was looking out for it, and I, I did, at the end, I finally realized, oh, there's no E's, but I didn't realize there were no E's in the clues as well. But that was a little. That was interesting. Uh, I did one recently where the uh, the grid, um, the 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 black spots in the grid made up the letter S, uh-huh. and all of the clues started with the letter S. Oh, I think I've done that one. Have you? Yeah, that makes that. that, that uh... The answers in the puzzle don't really pertain to this much at all, but all the clues began with the letter S. So it was an all S themed. It was an S themed puzzle, and the grid looked like an S. Yeah. Did it have Superman in it? I don't remember. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we've mentioned Superman and Mr. Mix- Mixoplex. Is that how you say it? How do you say well, it? Well, I don't know how to say it. You don't? No. Okay. I certainly can't say it backward to banish him back to his own dimension. <laughs> oh, is that what you do? Yeah. You say it backward to banish him back to his own dimension? That's, that's what you do. Wow. And most people can't do it. How do I even know that he exists and yet I feel like I've never heard of him or know, <laughs> I know nothing well, about him? Well, because you do musical theater and he's in Cats. 
No, that's Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> what? Mr. Mistopheles is uh, in Cats. Glorious, 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 Mr. Mixoplex. You know that it's not. And in fact, the last time you tried to sing the song to me, you did use Mr. Mistopheles. Really? Yeah. You did. <laughs> the last time I tried to sing. The last time you tried. You, you sound like this is how I put you to bed every night. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so glad you don't put me to bed every night. <laughs> Wow, that, that would be terrifying. <laughs> what musical would you like to hear tonight? Oh, jeez. Okay, I, let's clarify here. We don't, you know, we don't live in the same house, and I don't like musicals very much. I think this is all important information. And I don't sing you to sleep. No, you certainly don't. You don't, <laughs> except with the viewer mail song that puts me to sleep yes. sometimes. Now we should get to that. We should get to that. Now, before we do the the theme song, let's just jump right into. Jump right into what? I, I thought you were going to say you look. Like well, I was going to say I thought that we've heard like more to the argument about whether or not to. Well, we did on last week's puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> on last week's puzzle, yes. <laughs> on Lex, last. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> All right, let's begin again. <laughs> oh, okay, welcome to episode twenty-four of Fill Me In, a crosscast yes, is... bird bag. <laughs> This is episode 24. It is. We haven't said that before. This is our second multiple of 12. It is our second multiple of 12. 24 has many divisors. <laughs> Did you know? 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 8, 12, and 24. This is how you put me to bed. I'm just telling you. There are lots of different things. You can run into 24 and get, you know, no run remainder. Into- <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. It's math. Mike Nothnagel, you know math. Help us out here. What is it that 24 has a lot of? Divisors. Divisors. Right. right. That's what I said. <laughs> so what's the problem here? I think it was the run into. <laughs> you run into a number. And you <laughs> break it up into a lot of pieces evenly with no remainder. Uh, we should get to the letter by from Matthew uh, Bessie, the viewer mail. All right. The letter from Matthew Bessie. Now, does Matthew Bessie... Okay, Matthew Bessie. No, wait. Should, do we open the viewer mailbag first? Do we no, do that? No, I think... Well, here's, on the last podcast, somebody named The Wife... Yeah, somebody Rodin. named the wife, who we believe is probably your wife. Yes, and said that and she asked, did not like the snapping during the viewer mail theme song because right. it made her want to rip her face off. That's right, that's right. Now, I think that we should uh, we should find that that viewer mail and just read it again, just as a reminder. The, please ask Ryan to stop snapping while singing viewer mail. It makes me want to rip my face off. Many thanks, the wife. Right. That was last week's viewer this mail. This week, we got an email from Matthew Bessie, who was at uh, Lollapazoola. Matthew Bessie was, in fact, and you know at what? Lollapazoola. And I, I know, I remember Matthew Bessie. I do remember him, too, uh, as and, well. And, and it was now, now that he said he of the tattered Red Sox shirt that has helped cement in my mind who he was. I remember yes. I spoke to him. He expressed interest in obtaining the uh, complete first season of Fill Me In. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 I, think, I think it was Matthew Bessie who asked me about that. He said, where are these CDs? Can I buy one? Can I? Can he buy one? He wanted to buy one with money. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I think perhaps he wanted to, you know, barter with us. He would Welcome. trade a gallon of milk for a complete first season. I love milk. <laughs> so, uh, if he, that was you, Matthew Bessie, then Matthew looked familiar to me. Did he? Maybe you met him at the ACPT. I didn't meet many people at the ACPT. No? Well, let's read Matthew Bessie's uh, viewer mail to us. Gentlemen, he starts. I love yes. it when people start their viewer mail with gentlemen, nice. for we are we are gentlemen, sort of. Sometimes I am. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what we're talking about. Gentlemen, love the podcast and blog. 
Not to be too much of a distraction from puzzling, but since I'm also a dyed-in-the-wool baseball stat nerd, as well as a crossword level uh, lover, your mention of Tim Raines' Hall of Fame possibilities piqued my interest. Time out. When did we talk about Tim Raines we, going into the Hall of Fame? We talked about Tim Raines... We talked about Tim Raines going... <laughs> <laughs> I, we talked about stolen bases, and we talked about and former talked Expos, about, right, and, we and Tim, Raines Tim Raines fits both those the, things, the, right? The, the, the sequence was Expos, former Expos, Tim Raines, Stolen Bases, Hall of Fame. All right, excellent. Well, uh, Matt Bessie goes on to tell us that uh, you are correct that stolen bases are not as important as other stats, but they do have value, especially when done with the frequency which Raines was able to do. And I think this is that's a very valid point there yes. about stolen bases. That in, The article I had read that I talked about last time suggested that stolen bases, in the grand scheme of things, don't really do a whole lot to add to a team's success. Mm -hmm. That they are occasionally a psychological ploy, they make a pitcher think about you, but for the most part they don't actually add runs. Right. More than a few in a season. Maybe all the stolen bases your team is part of, both successful and unsuccessful attempts, might, if you're good enough, add to one or two more wins over the course of a year. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe, right. which in the grand picture of things probably doesn't figure into a whole lot of the outcome of the season. Right. Probably. But Matthew Bessie points out that Tim Raines stole bases in an 84.7 success rate. 84.7% of his attempts were successful. And uh, other players, said, he says, far better than Henderson, Cobb, and especially Brock, who really shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. And all three of those guys are in the Hall of they Fame. Are, well, no, Henderson isn't yet. Well, he will be But he will year. be. He will be next year. But not and, just because of stolen bases. Well, no, but Ricky Henderson really was like the greatest leadoff hitter of the last 50 years. Right. I mean, he was, even when he couldn't hit for average, he still got on base, he drew walks, he, he, was, a, he was a monster. He was great. He yeah. has three or four of the bigger records, offensive he, records. He hold, I think he's the all-time leader in runs scored, maybe, and second in walks, or something like that. Well, he, well, I think he was first in walks. Barry now, Bonds passed him in one I of think, them. Barry Bonds I think he passed but him in walks. But he leads and runs, and that's the whole point of the game. That is the whole point of the game. And uh, Matt Bessie goes on to tell us there's a website devoted to uh, supporting Tim Raines' pursuit of the Hall of Fame. Now, for any of our viewers out there who have turned us off already because they have no idea what we're talking about, Tim Raines was a baseball player. Uh -huh. The Expos used to be a baseball team. Right. So we're talking about a whole bunch of defunct things, both right. Tim Raines' career and the Montreal Expos. And I'm wow, sad to say probably Tim Raines' pursuit of the Hall of Fame. I don't think he's ever going to get into the Hall of Fame. I don't think he's going to get in there either. It's too bad. It's not so much that I think he should. I think Lou Brock should not already be there. I think there's lots of people in the Hall of Fame who should not be there. Well, that's, and Lou Brock is one of that's them. That's a whole other debate. All right. I, I, I just think there's lots of... Uh, my, well, my, yeah. My I, standards for the Hall of Fame are, are, are much more severe. Well, Bruce Sutershop probably shouldn't be in. No. That's, Bruce that's Gossage, whole... no. 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 There's plenty of people who don't belong there. But... Uh, right? I think maybe there's like 20 people who do belong there, and that's about it. Nobody listens to us. No. Not at all. Clearly. <laughs> We're talking into a microphone that's not actually plugged into anything. It's like a Fisher-Price toy, you know? <laughs> I'm recording a podcast in this little toy microphone. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> because kids sound just like W.C. Fields. <laughs> Wait, I sound like W.C. Fields? A little bit. Wow, I had no idea. I could do I'm a I'm recording a podcast here. See? That's W.C. Fields? Oh, uh, no, I think that was uh, Eugene Alhandy. Wait, what's his name? Jimmy Durante. No, no, the other guy. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> no. Frank Stallone. No. Frank Sinatra. No. I have no idea. Uh, Nancy Sinatra. No. Uh, Nancy Reagan. 
Ronald Reagan. Ronald McDonald. I'll think of it later. Old McDonald. <laughs> I'm just doing a whole name chain here. I, I was on a roll there. You were. Wow. Uh, anyway, Matthew Bessie si- finishes up his, his email. With a PS. With a uh, postscript, if a you will. A postscript. I like Ryan's viewer mail snapping, so I vote that he keeps it up, even if it'll cause trouble at home. Now, Matthew, you don't know what trouble at home means to Ryan. It's a pretty severe thing. (laughs) However, I accept your vote, and currently I believe the voting stands at one to one. One to one. Of those in favor and those opposed to the snapping. Yes. At this point, I would like to offer my vote Uh in favor of the snapping. Can you vote? Why can't I? I don't know. I neither snap nor sing the viewer mail song. But you're part of the show. I am part of the show. I think we need an outside person to break the tie. All right. So anybody listening, please email us at rbxblog at gmail.com or go to our blog at crosswords.ryanfacestheworld.com and somehow or another leave us a note that says whether or not you support the snapping in the viewer mail song. Yes. And uh, if we get a vote in favor of it and that turns the tide, then I say next week we snap while we we do the viewer mail song. But for right now, it's on hiatus. It is on hiatus, as is our ability to do a short podcast. (laughs) So we're going to move on to the next viewer mail, which uh, was from Howard Barkin, the great Howard Barkin. Barkin, knower of all things. And champion of Lollapazoola 2008. Oh, we are not extending his nickname. Well, I'm just we saying. Not. I'm just saying. I wasn't extending his nickname. Right. I Fine. was just saying it. So Howard Barkin Can I says, read this one? Howard Barkin says what Ryan's about to say. Go well, ahead. You, you got to read the last one. I know. You're just not very good at this, but go ahead. How, what do you mean I'm not I good mean, at it? Go ahead and try. How am I not good at it? We'll find out. <laughs> all right. So Howard Parkin says... So far, the uncontrollable <laughs> laughter. That's one way in which you're not good at this. His The subject says... <laughs> also, right. sentence structure. His the subject says... What? Okay. No, I said his... No, no, I, English is your second language. It's fine. ESL. Yes, I know. It applies to you. You need to go back and take a remedial course, I think. The subject says, thanks again and offer to help for the... An offer to help for the son of... Oh, jeez. See, this is why. This is exactly why the prophecy has revealed itself. This is it. He says, thanks again and offer to to help for the son of Pazula. Thanks again for a great event. I think he's talking about Lollapazula. Hopefully. Uh, If you get another one together, let me know if you need need any extra help. And if I can make it, I'll certainly try to help in any way I can. I hope nobody was traumatized by the banana creamy... Oreos. I don't know how to pronounce that. C R E M E Y. Well, that's something Howard and I actually talked at some length about this at the uh, Lollapazoola uh, because he, he he was intrigued by the Oreos at all, uh, and he was intrigued that the word on it it described something about the the and it was that word C R E M E Y. He said it's not creamy because that's C R E A M Y, and it's not like the French creme, as in creme de la creme, because it had no accent mark, right. and you wouldn't put a Y on the end of a French word to make it an adjective, right. so he didn't know what the word was, so we were kind of joking around about alternate pronunciations of this word, we, we, this word, we called it uh, creme, cremier, creme, creme, like we just kept making up different things. I never ate one of the Oreos, sad to say. You never ate one of the Oreos? The banana cream ones? Ugh. They were good. No. Oh, no, they were. Oh, no, they weren't. I, you don't know. You I, didn't eat I one. did know. I could see them. <laughs> I thought they were very good. I'm sure you did. I had a You also five. think you're good at reading the viewer mail. So. I am good at reading the Are viewer your perspe- mail. Your, your, your perspective on things is... Uh, Slightly skewed? Well, you're entitled to it, whatever it may be. <laughs> so go ahead. See see what else you can do. All right. Well, thank you to Howard Bright. Now, I, the one, I think How, Howard might be a little... 
I'd love to see Howard compete again, personally. In our event? Yeah. Well, here's something that I thought of. Howard... Howard was somewhat sheepish about competing at all because he knew what we all knew, which was that he's incredibly fast at these. And, and, and he, he was, was going to win. You know, he, he was the odds-on favorite to win, and he did win, and and that's fine. And there were actually other competitors who were relatively close to Howard. Right. But it's the same way in that Tyler Hinman is the odds-on favorite to win at the mm-hmm. ACPT, and yet he keeps winning. And, and nobody does any, you know, or Tiger Woods in golf. Right. Or, you know, the Chicago Bulls of the 1990s. I mean, these, whoever it is, whatever it is, you're the favorite because you're that much better than the competition. Right. Uh, and so, fine. Howard was better than the competition, and he won. That's the way that it works. But I thought, what if there was some way to to work this? So we have our small demographic of, of people who come to Lollapazoola. Mm-hmm. What if there was a way to even the playing field somehow? What's what I was talking about? When? Before Lollapazoola, I was trying to even the playing field. No, you were you. No, we're not going to get into this. We are going to get into this. Apparently, you were trying to come up with arbitrary divisions, right? So that half of the group would not be in Howard Barkin's division, right? And therefore would have a chance at winning, right? While the other half of the group would all hate you for assigning them to Howard Barkin's division, right? And this was all going to be done arbitrarily. Yes, it was a bad idea. How is it a bad idea? We've been through this a lot of times. It was a bad idea for a lot of reasons, and that's why we didn't do it at Lollapazoola. Right. It was one of my many bad ideas. Did you, I have no, any good ideas? You had a lot of good ideas, and you did not have many bad ideas, and even your bad ideas weren't that bad. But that one, I was very much not in favor of. You worked. And it was a good thing, because we did it correctly. I think it was a challenge enough to come up with the scoring and all of that that we right. came up with, and that's fine. So what was the point? The point was uh, maybe a way to even the playing field. But how would we do that? I don't know. I see. I don't. I think. I see. I think Howard Barkin should compete, and I also don't think that we should penalize him for being so good. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I mean, the ACPT uses a system where they put you into different categories A, right. B, and but C. But it's based on history. But it's based on history. We didn't have history. Well, no. Now we do. Now we, now we have history. We could try that next year we based could. on history. I think we're going to have more people next year. It's possible. And we don't even, I mean, it could be more than a yearly event also. We don't know. We don't know yet. We, we haven't figured out what we we're going to do. We definitely do not want to have it too close to the ACPT for obvious reasons. No, that's the big tournament, and, and, and we don't think for a minute that we're taking away from it or anything. But, but I mean, it just seems silly. I mean, I, we, I think we need at least a three-month buffer. You think? I think so. The ACPT is at the end of February, right? right. End it, of February, beginning of March. Right. So I would think that if we don't have it in December or earlier, like maybe sometime in December, yeah. then we would have to wait until the summer to have the next Lollapazoola. Because I don't think having it in January is a good idea. Oh, well, we'll talk about no, it. We'll we can talk it about it. People can, if you think it's a good idea or a bad idea, you can write yeah, it let to us know. RBX blog. And if you have any suggestions for how to even the playing field, you can let us know that yes. too. But also... I, this is a personal message to Howard, as I point at the microphone. Yes. I would love you to compete again, and I don't think you should feel bad or sheepish about being so good. I mean, you're good. Yeah. You're one of the best. On the other hand, if whether or not you compete is a part of the decision and whether or not you attend, oh, well, I prefer that you choose whatever yes. choice it is so that you attend. Yes, I would definitely. love it if you attended. It was a pleasure hanging out with you. Definitely. It was a pleasure chatting with you and, and having you be a part of it in any way. So, yes. You know, whatever it would be for you to come back and join us for the next one. Whatever you feel comfortable with. That's what we should do. Yes. Uh, Let's move on to our next viewer mail, since the podcast is now over 20 minutes old and we haven't done anything. (laughs) 
We have an email from Sammy the Dentist. Yes. Oh, I've said his first name now. Oh, my God. Oh, no, we've called him Sammy the Dentist. Well, his email is now called Sammy the Dentist. In fact, he signs it off that way. So the dentist's name is Sammy. Sammy the Dentist. Gentlemen, I had a great time and embraced my last place finish. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Howard Barkin ain't got nothing on me. Chomp. Sammy the Dentist. (laughs) And he sent us a kind of a funny video, which maybe we'll post on the blog. Talk uh, about it. Well, it's just about, it's kind of a cartoon about the inkers of crossword puzzles. I saw this video. I, I didn't see it on YouTube. I saw it on somebody else's website. It's funny. Um, but it is. It's very funny. It's, and it's a fun little, that, that somebody made a cartoon of it, yeah. though, is part of what makes it enjoyable, yeah. I think. But I, I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it, too. I don't. Where did I see it? I, maybe it was linked from Jim H.'s blog or something like that. I don't know. It was good stuff. It, it was it was enjoyable. Uh, and Sammy did come in absolutely last. He did. He he, he did. There were some puzzles where he added boxes. <laughs> he did. He you know he really went outside the box with <laughs> he that. Did. He, he he added his own squares just so because his answer was nine letters. Did he write some sideways? There were only sideways? six letters things. He wrote some sideways. He took one puzzle where he couldn't solve it and instead filled all the empty squares <laughs> with Hamlet's soliloquy, <laughs> which led me to want to share Frank Longo's twenty-five foot long crossword yes. puzzle with him, which maybe and, he could do. So. I think I, I might know that monologue. when he handed him the puzzle where he added the extra boxes and I handed it to Ellen to score yeah. and she just went oh, uh. <laughs> she made some sort of noise like oh. like what am I supposed to do with this <laughs> yeah, what is this <laughs> I think I took it away from her. <laughs> I think you did. So it's like, not don't to worry have her about walk it. Out. No, 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 no. Don't worry, Ellen. We'll 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 take care of Sammy. <laughs> uh, uh, and then our final email, our final email was uh, was from our our now friend uh, Will Shorts. Will Shorts attended. Yeah, Will Shorts came to the uh, Lollapazoola, and and Ryan, you were very gracious in sending him a note to thank him. You know, let him know how what a wonderful well, it, honor it was to have him join. It was us a for total a thrill. It I think great. it was a thrill for us. I think it was a thrill for everybody. Who came to this? I think so. And I think it just kind of legitimized it in it a way. It did legitimize it. I'll tell you what else legitimizes it a bit is that in Will Shorts's email to us, uh-huh. he uses the word Lollapazoola. <laughs> like that he has used that word. And Amanda, if you're listening, uh, know that he has used your word. Yes, he has. And I'm I'm honored that he's used it here and he's emailing us. But uh, he says, uh, thanks for your note. It was a pleasure to stop by Lollapazoola Saturday. Everybody seemed to be having a good time. So thank you all contestants for pretending <laughs> to have a good time while Will was there. <laughs> The Twister game was novel and fun. I was pleased to hear afterward that Mike's puzzle was the hardest one of the event because it took me most of the half hour allotted to finish. Nice work all around. Keep up all the good stuff you're doing. Well, that's very nice. It is very nice, and it leads me to believe that he thinks we're doing good stuff. Yes. What stuff is he talking about? I'm not sure. He must mean, like, the work you do at your soul-sucking job or (laughs) when I play the piano and I get mostly the right notes. Like, that must be what he's talking about because it's not this show. No, it's certainly not. And it's not our ability to solve crosswords. No. No. It's something, though. I don't know what, though. Well, anyway, but so... thank you, Will Shorts, for joining us and for your email. And, that was uh, great. That's great. We need to close up the viewer mailbag because we have three and a half minutes to do the puzzles. All right. Uh, the viewer mailbag is now closed. Thank you. The first puzzle of the week was Monday, August 25th, by Andrea Carla Michaels and Michael Blake. Now, I didn't even know what the theme for this was. No? No. Do you know now? I do know now. Oh, okay, good. It was uh, phrases that began with P, blank, C, K... And the blank was a vowel, and they used, oh, forget it. <laughs> they used all the vowels in the alphabet, the English alphabet, 
And as you read down from the top, from the top of the grid to the bottom, it goes in alphabetical order. So at the top, this is the worst description ever. Is pack a punch, and so it's P A C K, and then you have pecking order, pick off the litter, pick of the litter, pocket change, and puckered up. So A E I O U. No good. Oh, How, no, I, no, I want, I want you. Here you go. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I want you, little psych gag. Yeah, yeah. I want you to describe this theme. <laughs> All right. I'll describe the theme. Uh, the theme in this puzzle, there were five theme answers, and they started with pack, peck, pick, puck, and pock. No, that's better. Yeah, the only puck. thing was I screwed up the last two. You did screw up it's the last two. It's pack, peck, pick, pock, and puck. That's why I hesitated. I yeah, yeah, I just right. said those last two backwards. But anyway, that that there you go. So they use all the vowels. Well, yes. A e i o u. Yes. Somebody posted on somebody else's blog, and I don't know if this is true that uh, when you're like pack, pick, peck, and so on, that that's the only that's the only like word or beginning of a word or something that you can do this with the five vowels. Really? I don't know if that's true. Or maybe it's the only one that has the CK in it. That maybe you can't do it with, oh. like, you know, I, I I, don't know. These are things I don't know. Sack, sec. No, sec isn't really a word. Tack, tech. Not really. Rack, rack if you spell it differently. Rick, rock, ruck. I but, guess. But is dack a word? Well, yeah, but then you're going to end up with dick, which, unless you're doing, like, Dick Tracy, uh, might leave you with the connotation that it's slang for something that doesn't pass the breakfast test. Ah, yes. So, you got to be careful with that. But is. Dak a word? Anyway? No, I don't know. Uh, I don't think Dak's a word. I don't know anyway. if it is. Um, but anyway, that was Carla Michael, Andrea was, Carla Michaels, and Michael Blake. And that was Monday. That, that was, was good, Mondays. That it was, was fun. That was, that was cute. It's a good Monday. Uh, Tuesday's puzzle by Nancy Solomon. This is all about Rose. Oh, yeah. I had a little trouble on this one here. This was difficult. I mean, for a Tuesday, it was difficult. Uh, so there were there were three theme answers. The clue was Rose. Yep. And the answers were American Beauty, which I guess is a type of rose. Yes, it is. Um, Charlie Hustle. It was Pete Rose. Yep. And that's the first time Charlie Hustle has ever been in a puzzle in the Will Shorts era. Really? Uh, which was surprising to me. Hmm. And Took to One's Feet. Which took is, to One's Feet. Uh, the verb. You, you rose. rose. Um, I'd like to ask you a question now, Ryan. Yes. How many letters in American Beauty, the first oh, of the three theme answers? Fourteen. Yes. How many letters in Charlie Hustle, the second of the three theme answers? Thirteen. And how many letters in Took to One's Feet, the third of the theme answers? Fourteen. Really? So American Beauty and Took to One's Feet both had fourteen letters. Yes. And Charlie Hustle had thirteen. Right. It was an odd number of theme answers. Uh huh. So the first and the third had the same number of letters see, in them. Okay, I see what you're getting at here. What I'm getting at here is the fact that the theme answers in the puzzles tend to be symmetrically no, placed. Do they tend to be symmetrically placed or is that the rule? On Mondays and Tuesdays they are almost always Mondays. symmetrically placed. Go Mondays to... had five theme answers. Right. Pack a punch. How ten long letters. Is that? Ten. Pecking order, twelve letters. Pick of the litter, fifteen letters. Pocket change, twelve letters. And puckered up, ten letters. Huh. And more so than just the, the lengths of them is that uh, if any of our viewers are looking at the grid, I don't want this just pointed at me. If any of the viewers are looking at the grid, <laughs> puckered up and pack a punch hold the same spot on the grid, right. symmetrically speaking. Yes. So, so it's more than just that they're the, the same length. Uh -huh. Although that's also true. The other rule about the theme answers is that they are the longest answers in the grid. Unless there's something quirky going on with your theme. But if your theme 
is something like this Monday puzzle, then it's going to be the longest answers. There's right. not you're not going to have a ten or more lettered answer that's not of the theme. Right. Because these theme answers well, that, are 10, 10, 12, 12, and fifteen. I just I just never noticed that the theme answers were symmetrically placed for the most part. Well, in fact, they are. What about Wednesday? Let's go to Wednesday. All right, let's look at Wednesday's puzzle. Wednesday by Donna Hoke Kawati. Uh, and this was uh, stuttering. Uh, sure, sure. We had uh, paw- 20 across, Paw Paw Prince, uh, 26 across, Can Can Opener, the Tom Tom Turkey, and Bon Bon Voyage. And they are symmetrically located. Can you do the Can Can song on the, on the thing? I don't know. Something like that. I like that. Okay. Um, but please notice that Paw Paw Prince, Can Can Opener are there uh-huh. and there. Tom Tom Turkey and Bon Bon Voyage are there and there. All right. Symmetric. All right. Opposite. There. I just never noticed it. Now, what also this puzzle included another answer that's not part of the theme, right in the dead center of the grid. Rolos. 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 Yes, the official candy of episode two. <laughs> in fact... Uh, the Rolos uh, episode, uh, I don't know, that might be our best episode. That was a good episode. Think? That was a good episode. I think we've talked about Wednesday's puzzle. Let's look at Thursday. <laughs> Thursday by Uncle Sheldon Bernardo. This Bernardo. was an eye for an eye. Yeah, I didn't, uh, this didn't work for me at all. I had a lot of trouble here. This was difficult. Very, very difficult. I, Claudius, the letter I at the beginning was replaced with E-Y-E. Well, all the I's in the theme answers were replaced with E-Y-E. The letter I was replaced with E-Y-E. The, yes, but more specifically, and it's where I had trouble with this, was it was the word I was replaced with E-Y-E. Because, for example, in 29 Down, I like Ike, there's three I's in that phrase, but oh, only yes. the first one was replaced with E-Y-E. You're right. So the, I, I, that was where I had, I had a lot of trouble figuring it out, uh-huh. only because it didn't, I, I couldn't sense the system. Right. Um, so I, that one, I stumbled it was, over it. it was, I had a really hard time It was time difficult to get your wrap your head around. Yeah, it was. It and was. I, I had a mistake, and I couldn't figure it out, and I finally had to just look at what it was. And I had Klieg for Klieg light. Oh, I had an Olean. I had Olean. An A instead of an I on that cross. But that's that. Oh, that's that fake fat. No, that's Olestra. But no, it's also called Olean. Oh, okay. But that's not the clue. wasn't fake fat. The clue was liquid fat. Well, it's a liquid. Well, okay. Isn't it was it? wrong. Well, I realized it was okay. wrong, but I didn't just pull it out of my batuti. Well, okay, I don't want to hear any more about your batuti. Uh, Friday, August 29th, by Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday Puzzle. How appropriate. Love but... when Mike Nothnagel does a Friday Puzzle. It's really, it, they're fantastic. You know you're in for a good time. You, you really are. And this was great. This was, uh, I, it took me an hour and 14 minutes to get, I got the, all of it, all, all of it except for the bottom left in about a half an hour, and the bottom left took me 45 minutes yeah. to, to get. It was very difficult. I, I like that in both the top-ish few rows and in the bottom-ish few rows, you can almost spell Mike's last name with letters available to you. Up near the top, you have... An N-O here, names, names, so it's right above Orange Bowl, uh-huh. N-O. There's a T right a few letters below that. Uh-huh. Now, there's no H except over here in The Outsiders. But other than that, then you have another N-A-G-E-L. Like, most of Nafnagel is right up in this area. Wow. And down in the bottom of it, you also have it here with not uh, not on a dare. You have the N-O-T right there. 
Then the H again, we can't find an H, but then there's an N-A in the rest of not on a dare, a G-E in ogre, and an L right above it in sleet. So you almost have Nothnagel in two wow. separate spots in the script. So grid. he's an egomaniac. He might be. I don't know. Mike, <laughs> did you do that on purpose? I just thought that was kind of fun. That is kind of that fun. That your name is almost hidden <laughs> twice within the grid. And I thought, that's that's pretty clever. That is pretty clever. If you clever. could actually pull that off. That he's a clever good. guy. He's incredibly clever. And, I mean, the, yeah. the, 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 the answer is put a sock in it. Oh, uh, yeah. One trick pony. You really liked put a sock in it because you blogged that answer twice. Did I really? In your blog post, you mentioned it twice. Did I really? Yeah, you opened and closed your post with put a sock in it. No, no, no. Go into the blog. You did. I did only put it in once. No. Did no. I really? I, I believe you put it in twice. I don't think I would ever do Currently something. Currently, our like computer that. can't find your blog, but here it is. Your very first reference is 19 down. That's enough out of you. Put, put a, a sock, sock in, in it. it. And then all the way down at the bottom of your post. Your very last one, 19 down, that's enough out of you. Put a sock in it. <laughs> Another great one, you say. <laughs> wow. Wow. I have to so, do some, we have to fire a proofreader. Yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, you've been fired. Uh, well, it's a great clue. It is and a great, great answer. <laughs> oh, my God, that's embarrassing. I had the worst trouble with 44 across, I want to say. 44 across, providers of many openings, because I got the last six letters of it. Due to all the downs. That was... O-N-K-E-Y-S. Onkies. And I was certain that I didn't understand it and that it was going to be some kind of monkeys. <laughs> and when it couldn't be some kind of monkeys, I thought, well, maybe it's some kind of donkeys. Right. And I didn't understand either of them because 46 down, where the M or the D would have gone, was some literary Cossack. <laughs> who I, okay, sure. Taras so Cossack. Yeah, okay. So I had no idea. And it turns out to be skeleton keys, but right. I had O-N-K-E-Y-S, and I was sure oh it was going to be some God. kind of monkeys. And I'm, like, thinking, how many kinds of monkeys do I know? None. <laughs> like, I don't know any monkeys, but I thought, well, it's going to be some kind of five-letter monkeys. Okay. I was lucky that I, I started, I got more of the beginning of that answer before I got the end of the answer. Yeah. Because I got the K, because it crossed with this great one, uh, put a sock in it, which I love. <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned that yet. I don't know if we did. I don't know. But, yeah, skeleton, providers of many openings, skeleton keys. Now, great. nine down, person who's talented but not versatile, Uh huh. I the first thing I put in there was master of none. <laughs> what? Jack of all trades, master of none. Wow. Is a person who's talented but, but not really. That's actually a person who's not talented but is versatile. But I thought maybe there was going to be some kind of a, a, a play on words or the rest of the phrase. So I started looking through the rest of the clues to find where the first half of that answer was going to go. Because Master of None fit. Wow. And I just thought, oh, that would be so clever. All right, Mike, I'm on to you. <laughs> Clearly, I wasn't on to him at all. And it was One Trick Pony, which one I eventually got. But uh, I like Names Names. That was fun. That was Succumbs fun. Succumbs to interrogation, perhaps. Names Names. Yes. That's good. One thing I did not like was uh, 48 Down. 48 down, go for a few rounds. Tope. 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 Yeah, I didn't understand tope. Tope is something about drinking. It is. And I, I looked up tope. It's been used, you know, a dozen times or so. Wow, look how many times it's been used. I know. That's what I said. A dozen times or so. 14. It's even been used on a Tuesday. It has been used on a Tuesday. Well, I've never heard Eric of it. Berlin. I once knew a guitar player named Eric Berlin. Really? Yeah. Was it the same guy? I have no idea. Hmm. 
So that was Mike Nothnagel's puzzle on Friday, August 29th. It is right now Friday, August 29th, and yes. we have not done the Saturday puzzle. We're not doing the rest of the weekend. Ryan is going to Texas for the weekend. And then you're... And you'll be back next week, but then I'm leaving uh, to go to Boston for a while. Right. So, so we're not sure when the next podcast may it's be. It's going to be at some point. I do have... Uh, I just bought a new computer. Yes. It arrived, so, so gonna... I, ha- I think we have, we're going to have a better capability. If, you're gonna, if you have internet... I think I do. So you're going to have internet. We'll find out. I'm going to have a much more powerful computer, so... Yep. Hopefully, we can do podcasts while you're away and not have them sound like garbage. Excellent. Excellent. I think this is a reasonably length... It's 40 minutes. We're going to come in right at 40 minutes. All right. That sounds good. Yeah? I think Did any of you stay with us to the end? No, you didn't? Oh, I think well. we accomplished a lot. We got lots of viewer mail. We talked about baseball. We talked about crosswords. Yeah. We talked about theme answers. We did. We talked about all these things. What else would you like to talk about? Well, I'll tell you. I'm going bald. You are? <laughs> you didn't want to talk about that. I didn't bring it up. Oh, you purposely didn't bring it up? You don't like the subject. There's just a picture of me dragging the cooler to Lollapazoola, and you can see my You're scalp. You're dragging the cooler to <laughs> Lollapazoola. It's, it's a song, huh? <laughs> there it is. There's the whole accompaniment. <laughs> you can play a C major chord. <laughs> the only thing I can play. How would you accompany that? You're dragging, the, dragging cooler. the cooler to Lollapazoola. I don't know. That's brilliant. Was it? I love watching you play the piano. No, you don't. I do. Oh, I think ridiculous. it's fascinating. Oh, you know I... what? You know what's happening soon? Summer is ending, and the ice cream truck is going away. <laughs> I just, I just want to say that the ice cream truck is going away. Let me just say. Let me just say this. We're sitting here in front of a. We're sitting here in front of a keyboard. Yes. It's a nice big electronic keyboard, not the one that we use at Lollapalooza. No, that one. It's was actually garbage. a very nice one. And it does all these things, and the most that I can, I personally can get out of it is this. That's all I can play. Try doing that somewhere else on the keyboard. No, 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 not there. Somewhere in between. No, see, that's different. That's different. Sure. But you sit at the same keyboard with the yeah. same type of hands. I do have the same type of hands. Your, they are, are with larger. fingers and... Uh... And you can play anything that you think of. I can. To me, I find that to be fascinating. Really? I do. Well... It's like a magic trick. I, I'm a magician. I am David Cof- David Copperfield. <laughs> David Copperfield. Dave, Davis Co- Davis Cosserfile. <laughs> uh, that's it. That is that we're done. That's I can't it. pronounce magicians' names, so the podcast is that's, over. I think we've overstayed our welcome. Damn it! By I, about I, 21 episodes. Oh, <laughs> I did not want to overstay our welcome. But I, oh, please don't leave us. Dude. No! Don't leave us. We'll be back. back. Oh,